Hey everybody, you found Rebirth. My name is Kate Brenton. I'm the creator of this podcast. I have been fascinated with people's stories since I've been little, whether it was as a child reading a book in the tree, as a writer, or as a teacher. Today we talk a little bit about the magic and the mundane, little observations that can bring more magic into your everyday. I have two offerings right now. The first one is on March 3rd. It's called The Golden Thread, an intentional evening with the creative. With so much information and change afoot, I mean, who isn't affected by whatever it is that we're living through in this historical moment? It's deeply important to be able to tune in to what is right and being asked of you by you. So you can go to my webpage, katebrenton.com, sign up for the golden thread. It's an evening of wisdom sharing, a little bit of meditation and, and writing. And the writing, if you haven't let yourself kind of go into a community experience to write, which you can share, choose to share or not share, there's something that happens in the synergy of a group. And this is a great safe space because you get to do it from the coziness of your home um, to, to jump in. So we really wish and invite you we wish we wish you're there (laughs) and we also invite you to um pick up the golden thread because we all have a golden thread that weaves through our stories and sometimes we know where it's leading and sometimes we need to pause and find the pattern the other offer i have is to step into the spiral this is a six-week immersion with me it's a journey from proving your worth to alchemizing your gold the best way I can say to let yourself suspend linear, modern, overachieving wisdom that is asking us to come into a more holistic, connected, natural, ancient way of being in the modern day. So module one is learning how to listen to our intuition and module two is how to hold our power because sometimes when we hear things and we know we have an idea of what we need to do, it can be really scary to do it. And module three is opening to elemental wisdom, starting to learn how to get feedback from your environment. Module four is the sacred pause. Module five, we talk about the courage to care because now our eyes are open and we're seeing things and sometimes that can be a moment that can make us, ooh, And then last week, we weave it in and walk on. We give each other an action step, a plan to walk forward into the spiral, right? Because we're here to learn. We're not here to, I was going to say earn. (laughs) Actually, like we don't have to earn our right to be here. We're here to learn why we came. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Hello, family. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast today. I want to talk to you. Um, You know, it's like I wanted to say, oh, I have one more thing to tell you. (laughs) If you've been listening to um, the last couple episodes where we talked about intuition, I um, have you ever had that where you were talking to someone and you kind of like moved on to the next thing and then you thought, oh, oh, wait, I got to double back. There's something I have to tell you. That's what this podcast is. So there's something I have to tell you. Um, you know that quote that's <laughs> a little overused about, you know, no, it says no mud, no lotus. No mud, no lotus. No mud, no lotus. And um, I was thinking about that phrase in connection to one part of um, reestablishing 
the tool or the skill of leaning and learning from your intuition, uh, leaning and learning and trusting on your own inner guidance in a world that is a phenomenal educational experience to do that because there are so many opportunities to abandon yourself and give your um, shrinking a place to perform. And it's, it's um, you know, some days it, that's heavy. And some days I'm like, oh, right. Like if, you're, if you see life as a place to learn, then it's like, sure. I mean, I would need a platform to learn. I can't learn rock climbing on a flat plane. I can't learn to stand in my truth unless I have an opposing force. So I wanted to talk about the thing where like when you start to get really clear or you make a decision, this isn't new. You make a dis, you know, you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to fast or I'm going to take something out of my um, diet, you know. Um, and then as soon as you say you're not going to do something, the mind's like, I really need that. Like, I really need the chocolate. I really need the coffee. Like I, the, uh, the addiction or just the fear of not having or the, the response to having a control or a discipline placed upon yourself by yourself, right? We're not talking about externals. We're like, you've made an informed decision to make a pattern break. And then that other piece of you was like, whoa, 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 who am I without this pattern? And why are you taking this away from me? And blah, 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 like that frenetic voice, the frenetic voice, which is, um, you know, more fear-based than the quiet, nonchalant voice, which would be your inner knowing. And I don't know um, if you've had that experience where right before something good happens, you get to feel the shroud of your doubt and it may feel like an onslaught of negativity, just unbearable sludge that is almost overwhelming in its cruelty. I think that's the mud. We think the mud is like the hard work I don't think that's the mud. I think the mud is the unfortunate voice of judgment that is internal, that is precise in its cruelty. That's the mud. And sometimes it just comes in little pieces. But I've noticed that when something is truly falling away, I can, and, and I, you know, I'm only living in my body, so I'm not going to tell you what it's like for yours. I'm just giving, you know, just if you're new here, I'm giving you my experience because, you know, uh, my experience will have the tonality of your experience, even if it's not the same physicality of it. Um, it's always surprising when it happens. And that's why I use the word precise. It's like, well, when you move on another level of spiral inside of yourself, when you go around another season and you are kind of leaning into growing yourself, then then the, the more subtle nefariousness has an opportunity to be obliterated, but that obliteration is actually an absorption. Because if we divorce ourselves from it, then it becomes stronger. But when we just sit with it, and let the onslaught come. Um, 
as hard as it may be, um, and depending on what that means for people that might, you know, just sitting, it might be with a, a practitioner or with a professional or with medication or what, you know, there's like so many ways to look at that, but, but just the idea of sitting and not running and, and remembering the predictability of this mudslinging that comes. So the mud isn't the hard work because when you're working, you feel like you're doing something. It's so much more vulnerable to sit in the onslaught of why you aren't worth it, why it won't work and all this and just sit because your sitting is diffusive to the nefariousness. The doing, the running around, the the compensating, the proving feels good. See how my voice went up? It feels good. I'm doing something. Look at it. I'm proving I'm worth it. I'm worth this. I'm worth this. And of course we have to have the doing. But if we don't have um, the sitting and the looking directly into the eye of the overprotective mother, the internal critic, the damaged child, whatever the voice is, then it really won't diffuse. It'll just come back around. And the diffusion, at least, removes one, um, one layer. And you know that because all of a sudden you bloom. Something blooms. And, all sudden, and you're like, wait, where's all this, quote, good luck coming from? Right? Because we've been taught to, to just throw all that work outside of ourselves. <laughs> Where is this unpredictable good luck coming from? It's not good luck, it's grace. Some of it is connected to your efforts and some of it is, and thank goodness, will always be beyond your control because you are innately deserving of grace. So that was just the one more thing I wanted to tell you, that if you are making friends with your intuition and um, being bold and courageous by being more loving and more embodied, you know, when that steamroller of doubt and judgment come, if anywhere you can accept this offering from me, just remember that it's predictable and human and it's going to pass. And if you need to run from it, by all means, listen to yourself. And if you can just drop into it and let it rant and rave, you know, see yourself. Normally in the moment, I can't do this sort of visualization, but like maybe it's a good practice for you at some point. You know, just let it, just just be sitting at a table and let that voice personify and just let her or him, for me, it's a her, you know, just be vile and, and you can in that moment become bigger, you know, in your perspective and see what you see maybe when um, you meet a stranger that's having a horrendous day and the look on their face is like, it's not worth it to engage with this negative person. It's just not worth it. I'm just going to go bigger and wider, quietly, hold my power, hold my neutrality. And when you hold neutrality, when someone's spouting and going crazy, you've seen that happen, right? They're going crazy, they're blah, 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 and you are unaffected. They don't know what to do. They're like, why are you not getting mad at me? Why are you not yelling back? Why are you not feeding my wound? Why are you not feeding my anger with your anger? What am I supposed to do with this? Forget you and leaves. And you, my friend... Sip your cup of coffee, eat your chocolate donut, sip your all green drink, enjoy your fresh mango, whatever you're doing in your beautiful morning, let them leave the table as you sit unaffected, shining like the lotus you are.
I wanted to leave you with this little gift from um, Rupi Kaur, Homebody. Our souls will not be soothed by what we achieve, how we look, or how all the hard work we do. Even if we manage to make all the money in the world, we'd be left feeling empty for something. Our souls ache for community. Our deepest beings crave one another, and we need to be connected to feel alive. Thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in and supporting Rebirth. If this is the year you're ready to drop the shoulds and open to what is waiting for you, be sure to check out our digital courses at katebrenton.com. This year, we open our group coaching journey to step out of line and into the spiral. Remember who you really are. This six-week journey will help you reconnect to your intuition and hold your power, easier said than done, and have the courage to live the life you were born for. It sounds big. It starts simple. Find out more at capebrenton.com.